A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chenu. And today we have a very special guest joining us. It's Teresa Lee. Hi, I'm uh, so excited for this. Friend of the pod, very funny comic, and she also is a podcast host herself. Uh, her podcast is called You Can Tell Me Anything. You may have heard our host, Lisa Chenu, on an episode. It's true. Yeah, she had a great one. I, I just so you guys know, I wore my crystal for this. Oh, I what saw you, oh hell yeah! What are you wearing? Yeah, it's fluorite. Mm-hmm. That's it's awesome. for like uh, third eye, mm-hmm. I think. Clarity, making decisions. Hell yeah, that's a good like uh, negative energy warder offer. Yeah, too. I feel it working. I feel like the last. I'm also my Saturn return, so. Me too, girl. Oh yeah. Well, you are, yeah. We. I still have questions about your Saturn. Is yours in Cap or it's in? It's, did we figure this it's out? In it's in Capricorn, but it's because. Uh, like there was a retrograde uh, or like uh-huh, the, it uh-huh. like moved and then moved back and then went back. I, I remember so. like looking at it because yeah. it's like there's some people in 
wh- whatever year it is that are that are Sag, and then some people are Cap because it like went. But mine always says Cap when you look it up, but I don't know. Whoa! Mm-hmm. I actually don't know then if I'm actually in it. You I just thought it's a thing that happens so at the end of your twenties. You're in it. You're in it. <laughs> you're in. Oh, girl, you're in it. Because I feel it. I feel. I feel something. Yeah. Oh so. no, we'll get we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. I also need to look into fluorite because I'm always not afraid of this stone, but I never think about it because it reminds me of fluoride, and I just uh, like I just leave it alone because of the name, which not, is kind of sad. It's a good like mental clarity stone okay. too. I think that's one of the ones that they recommend for helping you study hmm. oh. to like focus and and clear. I could have used I could have used that. <laughs> I know. I think about that when I'm like, man, if I just had crystals in school, maybe I would have like really <laughs> done well. <laughs> that's like actually kind of mind-blowing because i needed something to like ground me and i'm i don't know i'm easily distracted so maybe that would have helped but not to the point like it's very chosen distraction it's not like uh it it is kind of like uh you know my parents always wanted me to be a doctor and i'm like well i kind of use healing crystals now so it's like i'm a doctor (laughs) (laughs) have you heard tell them have you heard the phrase that laughter is the best medicine so yeah i'm a doctor also i can heal myself with rocks (laughs) so i'm a spiritual gangster one time uh like a not a guidance counselor because i think it was in college and you don't have guidance counselors but someone said to write like before you take a test to put a green dot on the paper and like focus on that and like they did some study where like people do better on tests after you focus on that i was just gonna say that it's the same which i'm gonna really mess up what it is but the lights study or whatever that they did where if they turn down the lights, productivity goes up. If they turn mm-hmm. up the lights, just because the people doing production know that they're being watched. So it doesn't sure. matter what oh. variable you change. So I, I do think a crystal could be helpful in that way because you're like, I purchased this thing to help me with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it forces you to like do better because you're testing yourself yeah. in mm-hmm. both ways. Yeah, it's like a token. Whether or not it actually, you know, it works 100%, you're still reminding yourself like, oh, I want to focus. So every exactly. time I see it, I'm yeah. like, oh, go back to focus. That's how I, whenever anyone's like, do crystals work? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a fucking, like... <laughs> A scientist I can't I can't tell you mm-hmm. but I do know that having something like physical to like use as a reminder when you're mm-hmm. feeling angry or when you want to focus or feel confident like having something to like touch and focus your energy and like breath on helps me yeah well, mm-hmm. I did and they're Google. pretty yeah exactly. so, <laughs> so pretty I did I was like trying to write a joke about how people ask oh do you think crystals work and so I was googling about like do crystals work? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what are the results? The run tomato one, score. <laughs> one of the things I did find, which I haven't tried yet, and maybe we can report back on this, but um, said that if you hit two quartz in the dark, they like spark. Cool. So that to me says that there's some kind of energy there. Sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. There's this really cool uh, museum in Amsterdam called, I think it's called the Neon Museum, but something like that. It's this this old hippie guy from New Jersey has this like tiny foam room and it's basically, oh, what is the word? Black light. It's a black light museum and it shows like seashells from like the Atlantic or like different places, but you put it under like quadruple, not like the black light you can buy at Spencer's, but like, like government issued yeah, black yeah. lights and everything is neon. Really? Underneath. Like everything That's glows cool. some kind of color. It's fucking wild. And you guys know about the passports, right? 
Wow. All the hidden shit that's in our passports. No. So if you, oh, do what know. is this? A Da Vinci Code? This is, this is truly the, the Da Vinci Code. This old We're like Grateful watched. Dead hippie in Amsterdam's like, who's got a Canadian passport? And so someone brings out their Canadian passport and he shows it under a regular black light. He's like, see, you can see like a star here and like very like simple shapes. And then he took out the like the, the big daddy the big, big. and it was like sacred geometry what? all throughout it. And then the U.S. one was fucked up as hell because he did it under the regular black light. And it was like it was yeah. all dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> no, the under the big daddy black light, it was straight up Native American people crying with their hands, <gasps> their heads in their Whoa. hands, like down by a river, like really fucked up. What? Yeah, dude. No yeah, way. dude. That is fucked up. So go, Damn. so if you Damn. got a big daddy black light, you got no, this. I'm sure it. there's some like deep internet uh, like theories about Reddit, yeah, Reddit thread. Yeah, there's yeah. a Reddit thread where about. you could see a picture of this. You don't have huh. to get a government issue black light. <laughs> <laughs> don't get yourself put on some kind of list. Just Wait, like. this was in Amsterdam. So how high were you when this was happening? Oh, uh, I was like very, <laughs> I wish I was on like, I didn't take uh, any mushrooms while I was there. And that's kind of like a regret I have. But I wasn't in the head. It was like, it was the end of a trip. And me and mm. my friend were kind of fighting. And it was like, eh. But I was ultra high. I like bought too much weed that I was just putting it in trees at the end, oh like joints. <laughs> like I was like, I can't smoke. I just got slap happy and just. And I this was before I lived in California, too. So I was like, woo, buddy. It's like uh, I, I got really high in Amsterdam, like eating one of those brownies. And then I went to the Van Gogh Museum and Ooh. it was fun. But what a trip. It, the whole thing <laughs> felt like I was in like a dream and that, you know, like a very lucid dream. Where you could touch everything. Mm-hmm. But it, obviously, you know, I was awake uh, <laughs> and you but, couldn't yeah. touch the paintings or else you would have gotten in big trouble no well yeah i couldn't touch the paintings but it was also like i had one of the craziest trips there like i had this like half awake half sleeping trip where i would like saw the afterlife and it was like this train station it was oh, really wow. cool yeah so i was like walking around the streets of amsterdam but also it felt like i was like in this train station and like all the trains leaving were taking people to the next place. It was really cool. That's dope. That is really cool. Yeah. I've never had anything like that on weed, but I did do acid recently for the first time. And I, like, at one point, I, like, found my inner child, like, <laughs> behind a dumpster. And I, like, went to her and, like, cleaned her up. Oh my <laughs> it was, like, very sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, Left, but it was also left her behind. But I also was like, it's okay. Like it was like also like weird. I was like, that's touching. I was like crying, but not yeah. like like sad crying. It was just like te- like uh, <laughs> release tears were mm-hmm. coming down my face, and I was like, this shit's wild. Oh, <laughs> you're like, I swear I would have bought you crystals. <laughs> Life could have been here's better. A, here's a rose quartz. You'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I did psychedelics, I had well, I don't know, no, are mushroom psychedelics? I guess. Yeah. So. I just had a tea and not enough to really trip, but I it was we were at the National History Museum and we, it was pretty like we were pretty loopy. Kids kept coming up to us and that's how I knew we were like having a good time because the kids are like these adults are cool, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, look, I see a raccoon and we're like, I see it too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, but uh, afterwards, like after it wore off, I had an edible and that was a huge mistake oh, no. because oh, I was mm-hmm. like still having some lingering mushroom stuff and I. Like my, I had to make my friend ride in a lift with me because I was scared to be alone. And then I cleaned my house for four hours, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't listen to music. I put on bird sounds. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't want to like think about things right now. If anything comes up, I'm not in a good space. <laughs> be alone, like. 
mm-hmm. bird sounds and waves and shit. Well, sometimes the wrong music can take you right. down the wrong yeah. and I didn't down know, the wrong hole. I didn't know what would be good, so it was like, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, Spotify this, is great. This won't be sad, I swear, but it will sound sad for a second. But the last time I did acid was on Christmas when me and Pablo went out to the desert. But I just had that. Uh, pill abortion like two weeks prior i swear this is we're, no, we're, nor, we're normalizing it's fine it's yes. a medical procedure sometimes my iud failed things happen and so i was like okay should i do acid because this thing just happened but i was like eh, like whatever like it's fine beautiful house hot tub joshua tree like super gorgeous i'm listening to moody blues He's like a more of an outdoor guy and I'm inside like a bunch of blankets and pillows. I'm a Taurus, obviously. <laughs> and but I love slime, as you know, so I'm like playing with this slime that's red and Pablo oh. comes in and he's like, What are you doing? And I'm like, just playing with my slime. And then like hours later after we come down, I was like, Did you think I was playing with my aborted fetus? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I didn't want to say it in the oh, moment. Oh my God. And he's like, and you also looked like an old woman at the time. So I didn't want to comment on, <laughs> on you being like mother time with like moody blues playing and like red. Like it's like red, orange, bright yeah. ass slime. And I'm just like, it looked beautiful. Like just like running it through my fingers. But I was like, I didn't have that like awake acid. He thought was like, like oh this yeah, could this represent. Is, this is that. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because I don't know if I'm. I've had that it doesn't before need to be like, spoke, yeah, but like, I, I, I know this is weird. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we started talking about it a little bit, and it sounds like you, you're familiar with Saturn return. But how how into astrology are you? What's your mm. what's your like knowledge? I'm level? like super into it now, but I will say I like started kind of ironically being like this is funny, and then just like jumping in when I first moved to LA. Um, everything involving like happiness bothered me um, like self care and like wait you're a Scorpio <laughs> <laughs> no like it literally was like it's weird because I would hate myself now but I lived in New York for eight years and I moved mm. here and people went on hikes and I went with my sister and I was like ugh what is this shit like why is everyone smiling and talking about crystals I hate this and now I'm like I fully have accepted it <laughs> I feel like that's a very natural <laughs> New York to LA progression that it's like everybody everybody always hates on LA because people are are happy and they're yeah. outside and they're like doing maybe dumb shit but also it's like yeah we're like sitting in rooms hearing like bowls you're and like shit. enlightened <laughs> you know yeah. I don't know if, don't I don't know if we're fun. more enlightened well I feel but like you're more aware of who you are and what you want to be so I think trying to understand yourself through like astrology is a way to do that but I did actually you guys might enjoy this I, in high school I wrote a play uh, for my like high school best like one accessible mm-hmm. about a horoscope writer and the whole thesis that I thought I was being like so smart was like it's all fake and like <laughs> anybody could write whatever and like the whole thing was it's about this girl who writes horoscopes and she's uh kind of like a god character and then all these people who read her horoscopes let it influence their lives and the whole thing is like she literally just makes it up I um, love that. And that was me and as a 16-year-old, and now I'm like, oh, this shit's real, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that to some extent, I mean, it, it is all, as far as horoscopes go, they are all written by someone. It's not, uh, and some people maybe aren't taking all the stuff into account. You know? I know, like, yeah. the newspaper ones are just a person writing them. Yeah, it's right. not an astrologer yeah. who writes them. Uh, but I've if written you go to them like, before for, like, blogs. Yeah, if you go to a specific astrology website or, some, like, a website that is 
hosted by an astrologer then they're gonna you know because but they're also <laughs> not gonna say stuff like that's what i don't like about people when they're like uh, when they talk about horoscopes and stuff when they're like oh so i'm not supposed to like wear red tomorrow and it's like no no one would ever tell you that. Yeah. Actually, like knows the Chinese stuff. fortune telling really gets into that. Well, stuff, that one, I, so. I don't know why. Maybe I, maybe I like uh, jumped the gun on <laughs> choosing that example. Colors are a big thing for that. Yeah. But I mean, they're all, they would talk about like uh, what's transiting, what planets are going to be square and, you know, conjunct or whatever. So this is like the energies that are going to be like, it's not a good day. Maybe it's not a good day to ask for a raise, not like right. don't leave your house or something. Yeah, like they'll that. never it's tell so, you what to do. They also, I feel like most good astrologists don't tell you like anything scary. They won't be like, you're going to die. You're going to get sick. But it's, it might be stuff like, oh, you might want to like take care of yourself, mo especially during this period of time. Yeah. Or something. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, yeah, we've talked about it before. Like people, you don't, you don't like, if you're reading someone's thing or you're looking at their whatever, you don't say like, oh, well, you should get a divorce or you, right. should, you know what I mean? You're like, this is a bad compatibility or mm -hmm. you're going to have to figure out a way to argue with each other. You know what I mean? You can't be like, <laughs> leave that person. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. rude. It's like if you want to make it work, it's going to be harder, but you can. Well, like, I, I don't know, like how I mean, I have never got my chart read. But I looked at a lot of horoscopes uh, and compatibilities. And from what I've gleaned, Scorpio is, like, not compatible with anyone. Because every time I date someone, I'm like, ooh, let's see if we're compatible. And it's just like, this is a fiery match that will burn in flames. And so I'm like, okay, well, cool. So, like, obviously I'm not going to – I don't want to, like, not try. So my whole thing is like, okay, well, how do I make this work knowing that we're, like, headed for disaster? Well, that's very Scorpio. But <laughs> 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 I – well, I mean – I feel like I've said this on like so many episodes now, but uh, sun sign compatibility really doesn't matter all that much mm -hmm. because yeah. I mean, if you think about like friends you have and stuff like that, it's like this, your sun sign is like who you are at your, like your best self. That's like your, you know, uh, I don't know, but it's like, you can, you, if you like someone, you can like them for the things that are different than you like there's right. no reason mm -hmm. i should like this person but they're my best friend and so i like i can look past these things that in another person might drive me insane but like your sun signs it's easy to get over it's kind your of first stuff. date like, personality yeah uh -huh. you know yeah yeah so it's like ah but then you can like f learn to like a person but it's ba more based on these other internally things well and also like i mean we're, we're gonna read your chart but like <laughs> when you can kind of learn how to assess other people's charts you realize like those things like mercury and how you got how people can just fucking talk to each other and like have like a civil like knowing what pushes other people's buttons and knowing what pushes yours i think is like just what's beneficial to like having the wider knowledge of the planets and the houses and like all of those different placements because yeah i mean we we get that a lot with the compatibility of sun signs and it is like it i think it is like the biggest myth in astrology well, that should be busted with that said though i do think there are a lot of signs that are compatible with scorpio yeah oh yeah oh yeah absolutely like, i feel like most well, none of the ones i've dated <laughs> every time i've looked it up it's like this is a terrible match or this is you. scorpio you are too jealous for this wait who like name names uh, like name signs leo's gemini the last guy i did was gemini uh libra okay those okay maybe okay. the big ones i'm trying to think I, yeah those, i mean yeah. i could see that i was gonna I, say yeah I don't know. I, water and earth, right? Yeah. So you would, I would say pick another water sign or an earth sign if we're going to sun signs. Mm -hmm. What's you, the, you're, you had air and fire. 
Mm. Yeah, so that's you those know. that are Yang to you. Mm-hmm. I meet a lot of Leos, which I feel like are really nice at first because it's like Leos get along with everyone and they're in the spotlight, and then immediately it's like, why is why do you need to talk to every girl that talks to you? <laughs> well, it's you're mm-hmm. you know yeah you're fixed you're both fixed signs too, so you're also you know gonna both be stubborn about a thing and want things done a certain way and uh you know not yeah. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's a tough one. It can be, it's one that can like, it's one of those ones when it's like, when it's, if it, if it can work, it can be pretty good. Um, but it's definitely like a tough one to. That's what most of them say. It's like, when it's great, it's so great. I'm like, yeah, because the sex is always great, but it's always like, well, I mean, Scorpio. I feel yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to date someone who is not fun. But, um, but then when it's bad, it's like, what is this? I hate this pain. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like Leo's also like, while they front like they're not they're like mysterious in their own way too but i think they like to think that they're not where a scorpio is like fully down to embrace like the oddities and weirdness of themselves where like a leo is really like packaged and put together it's like no i'm like really like great and normal and it's like but they but they do have their own like hang-ups and secrets and things that they keep to themselves because they're actually kind of pri- like private well, at sure. the end well, of the day. I mean, and Scorpio wants to go deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Leo. Yeah, Scorpio wants to know like what. Do, but what do you really mean? Uh-huh. And Leo is all about like creation of self. So it's very much about you know. Uh, yeah, it's like hiding, not necessarily hiding flaws, but it's like this is what I'm comfortable with you knowing because this is what I've packed it. Like this is what I've made myself to be, and it's yeah. not fake because it's that like it's what they it's part of them and it's what they want. Mm-hmm. their own it's their own doing but then it's like they're not they're not interested in in penetrating that yeah uh, it's like a scavenger hunt i feel like in my relationships i always like i didn't know this before but i feel like now like having more experience i see uh over time what i like is like the moment when someone reveals something where you're like ooh, aha mm-hmm. like they told me something like i feel like i passed a test like mm-hmm. um that's always what i've liked is like that moment but for me it's like i think it's because i'm connecting to them but i don't know if that's about like going deep or whatever but whenever someone reveals like like yo this reminds me of this, this thing that happened to me in childhood i'm like ooh, i bet only three people have heard this story like yeah <laughs> i love well, that shit i think it, <laughs> well, especially I think it leo yeah. I, love that. I think it works on both levels that it is that you want to you have a, a a thirst for knowledge or like you always are going to want to know more more like it's ne- you can never go deep enough yeah um but i think that that also is connecting for you specifically that's definitely connecting because it's like a not i think um a thing where scorpios kind of can have difficulty in relationships is that they want to go deep immediately mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean like super committed or anything like that but it's just like no time for small talk like that's right. who, who cares <laughs> and, and when we fuck i want it to be like souls connecting like uh-huh. i want it to be like we're our spirits are fucking that kind of like <laughs> all of this and so it's like who has time for like no basic casual right. like yeah what uh, yeah no ca- ca- not casualties casual but like that yeah it's like Casualty. small small <laughs> talk you know that kind of shit so mm-hmm. i think it works for both on both levels well that kind of goes with your whole big three in a lot of ways i might i mean i see like a sensitive caring nurture that can stand up for themselves or like has or like wants like a betterment of like the world or like thinks about like a bigger picture than just like a self like a one person self sort of thing oh, like sure. with the virgo moon and i'm cancer rising too so like you know feelers feelers gone feel emotions i only re- i found out my moon and rising this year ah. 
So now I'm like, ooh, okay, this makes sense. I love Excel. So, like, I feel like that goes with Virgo. <laughs> like a, Excel sheets? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like like Microsoft Office suite. Yeah, no. Well, G- give me a spreadsheet. You, I'm down. It's interesting you brought up Leo because on another one of the charts that I did when we weren't sure where you were, you are, like, your, your cancer is, like, right on the edge oh. of cancer and Leo. Really? So it's, like, it's interesting that you might pull, mm. like, and I kind of was, like, Oh, I bet it's this one because you seem like a Leo rising to me. Oh, interesting. Because I go, you know, it's I do go back and forth. I feel like I don't identify so much with Leo, but like, okay, not to bring in another <laughs> category, but I am also Hufflepuff. And uh, <laughs> hell yeah, me whole, too. <laughs> we can bring I mean, bring in all the categories. The whole yeah. thing with Hufflepuff is like not taking credit, but actually wanting to kind of wanting to be in the spotlight, I think. Sure. And so when, because I, I used to be like, I'm a Gryffindor, but then I was like, I guess I'm a Hufflepuff. I don't mind like letting people take the credit. But the whole being on the cusp makes sense because I will have those like s- sort of like sudden sh- pangs where I'm like, no, I want to be in the spotlight. It's mm-hmm. me. But then it, most of the time I'm not that way. Well, there's someone some said this before, but everyone thinks they're Gryffindor at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there just aren't that many Gryffindors. And uh, if you want to be a Gryffindor, all you have to do is ask, you know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The, hu- the Hufflepuff description is so fun because when you do the quit, like when you do the um, test, it talks about, it kind of ta- shit talks Gryffindor. It's like Gryffindors, are they pe- like are the Leos, the people who take the credit and will take your credit. We'll let you do the work, then take the credit. And I'm like, bitch, that's right. Like, I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I'm going to do the work. And then Ravenclaws, too. It talks shit on Ravenclaws. It's like, they're the smart ones, but they're not really that smart. They're just showy smart. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, sorry no, out there no. if you guys are either of those. I oh, know. We got some hairy heads out, <laughs> out in the, the astral. I mean, it's, they're, they're witches. Some, they're, well, they're, they're, yeah. they're not. There's war- a lot. I was going to say they're warlocks. They, he is a wizard. It's in, the, it's in the name. There's a lot of crossover. But I think all of this stuff that you're talking about is very, it's all... All this kind of conflict between wanting to be in the spotlight and wanting to not being wanting to take care of others, but also being kind of selfish, all of the like or like wanting to uh, not necessarily being selfish, but maybe for uh, we'll say more self-preservational reasons um, that that's it's 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 all over. Well, so that kind of goes with the Libra Mars placement. Like that's kind of what hearing just you kind of talk about that balance or maybe lack thereof like mars is all that planet of like fighting and fucking and like raw raw energy basically Uh and and yours is in libra which is is sweet and balanced and wants like peace essentially it's like that's like a it's like kind of a good mars placement but it's also like in conflict a little bit it's in detriment there because it's the opposite of aries and it's not you know it's the planet of fighting and Libra is the planet of justice and fairness and, and Ah. conflict resolution. So it's interesting having that placement there that it's like the, in where your energy, your fight energy is actually in directed Uh towards like stopping fights. That makes so much sense. Cause when I negotiate, I start by like thinking like, okay, how can I, what, where can I give in here? Like I actually just Mm. did a negotiation where I was like, I definitely want this, but I was already in my mind thinking like well when they say no i'm then gonna say this is okay but i was like that's not how you negotiate you already well, it said is. it with hufflepuffs <laughs> you're like yeah. i'm okay with you taking the credit here but i know that you know yeah and it's mm-hmm. not because i don't mind losing like for me it's like i want to get what i want but in my mind i'm like thinking about that person losing makes me sad so it's like mm-hmm. well i want to win but i also don't want to hurt anyone so also, how can i win while also feeling like i made with, them happy without like rocking the least amount of boats yeah are you an empath 
I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, Harry Potter is Leo. I did want to mention that as well. Oh, really? <laughs> that <laughs> makes mm-hmm. sense. She, oh like, all the birthdays, she, like, asked her about. Astro oh them. whoa yeah. mm-hmm. that's cool well your mercury's in libra too so you're also you know you i think that that makes perfect sense as a as those two libra placements where it's like you know choosing choosing things specifically being you know we don't talk about libras as being calculated because i think that has kind of a neg- negative connotation but mm-hmm. they're always weighing all of the things mm-hmm. and figuring yeah. out okay what ha- if i say this what okay like what's i should say this then because this then and all of that so it's plus that virgo moon is going to be you're going to be very analytical with your emotions too so you're oh. going to be able to kind of judge okay what's me being irrational and what's me being like right, fair is that uh, are libras indecisive is yes. that okay yeah. is oh, that yeah. like me in a taco bell drive-thru is a nightmare <laughs> i think the interesting conflict with the libra and scorpio is that you're the scorpio knows how to manipulate right away so if you you know how to negotiate you know how to get what you want but the libra doesn't want it to be unfair so yeah. that's what's really hard because you're like, oh, well, I could just say this one thing and then they'd give me everything I want, but that's going to hurt them or it's going to make me look bad or something like that. Yeah. So it's like it, it is like an interesting conflict, but it probably works in your favor, I'd guess, most of the time because you're seeing all of the moving parts and not worried about any like maybe some of the outside stuff. But that's true, actually, because when I was a kid, I like distinctly remember stealing from a grocery store just to see if I could get away with it. And I remember thinking like, oh, I know how to get away with stuff, but I don't like it because it's bad. And then once I figured out because I just wanted to be smart enough to get away with it. Mm -hmm. And once I did, I was like, cool, I I did it. I know I can. And now I don't want to anymore. But it was never like it was never actually because I like knew I was never scared to do bad. It was just that I didn't want to hurt anybody. So I think that that kind of goes along with that. It's like mm. when, whenever I'm in a situation, I'm like, I try to calculate how to like defeat everyone. And then I'm like, OK, but I won't do it because I <laughs> don't want to hurt anyone. Well, I think you have like a very um, like a nice Scorpio placement oh. in your chart because oh, it's good. your so you don't. The only other place you have it is in Pluto, which is like a generational planet. Everybody within like a mm. seven to 10 year span of time has the same Pluto placement because it takes so long for it to uh, oh, gotcha. orbit. Um, but I mean, yeah, so you don't have a lot of Scorpio influence. That's like, I think, you know, again, like you, you're capable of being that, you know, manipulator and uh, more self-serving, but you, you don't it also fits with your north node is in aquarius and uh your jupiter's in cancer so like caring for people okay well your north node is kind of like the the purpose of this lifetime or like the the thesis lesson of this lifetime okay so for you in aquarius that means it's about like others it's about doing things for the greater good it's about like not being as judgmental about Mm -hmm. things um learning from other people uh helping less fortunate uh also like being more uh i guess pragmatic but like it's you know the opposite of leo which would be you know in service of self-creativity whereas aquarius is like for the in service of creativity like i am just the vessel it's Uh that kind of thing so being anything that i think you know makes you more aware of caring for others is i think it's very intellectual too Mm -hmm. but it's also you know watching out one of the like things to watch for is uh like distancing yourself from people Mm -hmm. too, like being too intellectual about 
that that you uh create kind of like strata of people where it's like you're above someone even if you're still caring for them if you're uh-huh. you're if you have them at arm's length then you're still creating like a hierarchy of who's I'm better because I'm the caregiver that it's kind like of if thing you, if you want to give a dollar to uh someone living on the street and you won't touch their hand mm-hmm. kind of thing you know yeah. what I mean it's like okay well or you won't give a dollar on the helping st- you won't give a dollar on the street but you'll donate to like a homeless the gala uh, society or, or something yeah. like that that kind of thing but and then that Jupiter and cancer which this one was r- super interesting to me um that because your Chiron is also in Cancer, and your Chiron placement is Chiron is like your your wound. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's not anything. It's not. It's like that song from Spring Awakening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna wound. <laughs> 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 but it's not. Uh, it's not like anything that you did. It's usually something out of like that you kind of the circumstances of the life that you're born into. So it could be you know. Uh, living situation it could be parents it could be whatever but cancer chiron is all about um feeling unloved uh, not mm, nurtured this, this rings true not <laughs> nurtured <laughs> enough um feeling like you are maybe unworthy of care and nurturing which i mean you've said at the beginning of this being like self-care gross i'm often like in this is something that came up in therapy but it's like i'm often in situations where i'm like seeking love like uh just like going after is in relationships especially where it's like i feel like that's what love is is me needing something from someone and like proving my worth and then so that they can love me back but then it's never enough and i'm always i'm like trying to change that now that's why we're talking about saturn returns i feel like <laughs> if it's in breakthroughs but most of my past relationships have been like me feeling like i'm not enough and like i'll never be worthy of this person yeah i mean that fits uh what i was like i have well in the chiron i, mean, I have can- chiron cancer also and i think a lot of that like past life or inherited pain that you might have too can also come from like cancer is all about the home and family units and it's Uh also like when your family units or if your family whether that's blood family or friend family or like someone a partner that you're like considering bringing into your family like you're considering them really part of your crew and i'm sure it's like double magnified with the jupiter and rising it's like it hurts you probably a lot more than it might hurt somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like if your family's kind of jumbled up, it can like just be like the weight of the world where it's like, oh, no, I just like you like this is my crew. These are important people that I, you know, want people to know that I'm with and want people to, like to feel proud of. And if it's like all fucked up, it's like just like devastation nation. Well, well you have your sons in your fourth house. So is your Mercury and so is your Pluto. Uh, and your Mars so you have a lot of like family stuff in there I one of the things I wrote yeah. down my question was are you like a mediator in your family oh I tend to be the one voice of reason yeah I mean it's interesting oh I think I was listening to an episode you guys had about um, someone else was a twin but I have a twin sister yeah. as well oh. yeah and uh, but she's not in I think I got her kind of into crystals but she's like more like she's Catholic and um, not as like super into witchy stuff as I am mm-hmm. um, but she yeah, so she's always, I feel like she's the more emotional one. Like, she tends to think more with her emotions, and I'll try to, like, reason and, like, sort out the fights between her and my mom. Mm-hmm. But I'm also Do very you know emotional. what time she was born? <laughs> All right, let me pull it oh, up. I think oh, she's so she's, my co-star, so she's earlier than you. Yeah, she's just Okay. Like, no, no, she's later. <laughs> and this is something that, uh, if we talk about the Chinese charts later, but she, she came with me to translate my, I got my, I guess for you guys listening, I got my uh, Bodzu chart read, which is like 
the chi- very like super out there. I feel like if you're not familiar with like Eastern um, fortune teller, but it's like called Suan Ming, where they calculate your chart based on this ancient form from Taiwan. Uh-huh. And my sister came with me to translate and she tried to ask at the end, like, what about me? And the fortune teller was like, well, you got to pay for a full thing. But the one thing she did say, she was like, you guys are very different, even though you're born two minutes apart. So we have totally different life paths, like almost opposite with love. Like she's always in loving relationships and like long-term ones. And I'm always in short lived, like seeking Uh. love relationships. Oh, well I, that one makes sense to me just because of the, your Virgo moon and you have a Virgo moon Venus thing. That's all about like seeking wanting attention but like if you seek attention for attention's sake it's always going to be hollow because uh-huh. you're doing it that's what kind of what i was r- alluding to with this kind of self-preservation idea where it's like you're doing you're not doing it because you're actually like showing the person who you are you're not being vulnerable to them right but you want to get the vulnerability you want to get something from them because <laughs> then it means then you're safe to do the thing but then in doing that you haven't shown them the real you so if you show them the real you then all of this falls apart so you have to kind of like maintain this you know thing not this mask not a whole not yeah not (laughs) a whole not in the whole way but it's just like if if it's ever like just to get that attention it's always going to be a little bit hollow interesting i'm curious if there's anything you saw that you're like oh that's weird or that's interesting or like what does this mean well that stood out you have uh, no retrograde planets. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm. You don't. I'm now. Look, I didn't even know. Which that. I thought was super interesting with Cancer rising, Cancer Chiron, and Jupiter in Cancer, because when you have a retrograde planet, it usually uh, it's usually kind of like a karmic thing. So it's okay. like this is this is an area where you need to like this lifetime. This is an area where you're gonna need some growth. Uh, oh. And I think it's interesting that in this lifetime you don't have. What if I just like ascended into I know, the that'd heaven? Be dope. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't have. Teresa's floating in the clouds. <laughs> like there she goes. <laughs> Teresa, come back. We set her free. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. I think it's interesting that you're like your rising sign, the wound that you're born into, and the place where you can expand and grow uh-huh. are all the same thing. So I huh. think all whenever you have things like that, it's kind of like. Uh, focus on that yeah or it's just like if you just keep if you stay true to you and like kind of follow follow your gut on things and don't stray too far from like the the path that you know is right for you you're gonna you're the course of your life will fulfill that whatever that karma is because it's like it's already built into your chart to succeed in in like achieving the the lessons that you need to learn I just think something that popped out to me just from hearing you speak about your other placements or your, you know, how you, you mediate fights or like, or the fairness or balance you want with friends or, or coworkers or people, your, you know, colleagues or whatever it might be, but your mid heavens and Aries, which is like basically the opposite of like all these things we kind of talked about, <laughs> which is where if you want to mid heavens all about like in like layman's terms, it's like, what you should the path you should do for like career and like and for like success essentially and aries is the most like selfish me first fuck everybody else (laughs) like i need to do me in order to be the best me so i think that might just be something i have the same thing and i can be like very self-sacrificing where it's like to remember like being a selfish bitch is like totally chill when it comes to like getting the things you want in order to be a better version of yourself because 
I think we've used a reference before, but it's like putting the oxygen mask on yourself first. It's mm-hmm. like if you're going to be like like the number one HBIC, then you can maybe help other people also get to their dreams. But you need to get to your dream yeah. first. Mm-hmm. That scans for being in entertainment like, and stand up because it's mm-hmm. all about being by yourself on stage mm-hmm. and being like, look at me. Well, yeah. I was reading a thing about uh midheaven in aries and one of the things is you might be shy in your day-to-day life but once you're on stage then you are Ah. a perform then you're you're gonna you're gonna flourish in the spotlight but you're not necessarily gonna be in your day-to-day pulling focus because you and uh did you know you all did you always know you wanted to do something performance wise Kind of like when i was little i have this distinct memory of me and my twin sister just like uh, dancing on our tables like whenever guests came over we put on the demo music from the keyboard and then just dance <laughs> and I remember that memory because I remember being like I love the attention and everyone was clapping and looking at us and I was like I want that all the time yeah and so I think that was the moment I was like I want to be on stage well because Midheaven Aries is very um like you know what you want right away and then you're also gonna be like singularly focused on that or you have the ability to which means that you're not which is why I think you can be shy in your day-to-day because you're not you're not worried about like uh, impressing your co-worker getting sure. that what it's like I got a job I got a fucking job to do I, have long-term I don't goals. yeah mm-hmm. I don't have time for this you don't you don't get weighed down by like interpersonal drama the same way uh or you just not necessarily not necessarily that I mean career wise that's right. usually what this is referring to. Um, that makes sense because I feel like most of the jobs I've worked at like I'll, I'll notice like there's like social groups and people gossiping and I'll be like mm, I could get involved in that and then I'm usually like nah I don't care um, but then I'll still do a good enough job I think that I'll still make friends but I'm never like in the you know in the weeds of like oh my god can you believe like what so and so did. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. it's I mean also with that Saturn and Capricorn I feel like that's a good that's always like a good work placement that's the home home placement for capricorn likes the rules it likes structure it's keeping your nose down so you can climb up that hill get to the top as fast as you can where are my weaknesses that's what i want well (laughs) i wanted to answer your other question first because i feel like this sagittarius venus is something we haven't talked about and i do feel like it can be kind of a difficult placement because um i feel like maybe you when we were talking earlier about relationships and i did i didn't pick up on this but maybe you feel kind of like you might detach hmm. somewhat in relationships or want some kind of independence or um and i think that also might be a conflict with the scorpio who wants the hard love right away but mm-hmm. then you want you know you you want your own space or maybe you want your own room in the house or whatever yeah whatever I, that is. I broke up with my college boyfriend because i remember he was my first boyfriend and like I just have a distinct memory. We were walking down the street. He just like insisted on walking me from work to the train every day after I got off my work. And I was like, just meet me at home. Cause he'd like take the train up. And I was like, why? But, uh, but I remember just walking with him down the street and this was in New York. And then I was like, I, in my mind, I was like, I can't hear my own thoughts. Like, can I like mm-hmm. you standing next to me? I was just like, this is awful. Like, I feel like his brain is in my brain and I hate it. And then that's why we ended up breaking up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even the signs that you mentioned with relationships, I was like, I was saving this sad Venus for the right time. And Oh boy. Cause <laughs> I was like, I was thinking when you were saying I was, waiting to hear what signs you said and you're think what do you say like gemini libra leo and i was like gemini is a weird one i feel like that's one person but that was definitely like threw me for a loop and that was like for two years a girl girl we know (laughs) but leo and libra have more experience with i feel well and those three i think 
you know, for better or worse, like they'll get they'll get in, they'll get deep and they like they like I mean, I know Gemini gets wrapped up in like they don't. But like when they're in it and they like the person, they'll they'll be all whirlwindy and like become each other's worlds and sleep over for seven nights in a row and like not leave and like whatever. Where like that Sagittarius Venus, like I was like hoping I'm like I'm like, oh, she needs to find a nice Sag. Like honestly, like someone that's like independent isn't going to weigh you down. It's like almost like that long distance person that flies you to a nice hotel and is like, Ooh, yeah. that sounds nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even but yeah, the other way they come to you do mm-hmm. stand up, fly out to, you know, when yeah. you're out on the road, they, they need to be a boss like mm-hmm. and in their own realm where they're not expecting you to be their cool girlfriend or they lift them, you know, but yeah. I don't like I don't like relationships where it's like the guy I like I think this is why I think I do like Leah's at least at first is like I do like people who other people like like there's a part of me yeah. that's like I like seeing someone that's well liked by other people and I like to see them flourish and like I mm-hmm. like watching them get attention Eight. at the end of the day I need 100% guaranteed that there's no chance that they're not going home with me and so if there's any like sliver of doubt I freak the fuck out and I'll like start crying at a bar or something well <laughs> that's I mean I think that's a separate thing because there is no one sorry bitch there's no sign where he's gonna be 100% guaranteed well, I just need them to respect but, me enough to sh- yes. like let me know like on good faith they want me to believe that sure well not, I not think leave me hanging or something you know? here's what i think i agree with all of that and i think that sagittarius is a good sign for that because i think that especially a sag i have a sag venus too and it's and it's like you venus is not only like how you love but it's also the the what you believe the function of relationships are mm-hmm. and sagittarius is all about expansion and philosophy and and knowledge and adventure and like learning and so it's you know a higher purpose and so i think sag um very much as much as they don't like to be you know tied down they need their independence they still if they're in a thing they um are like respectful of the institution if that Mm. makes sense where it's like i respect we're if i've agreed to be let you tie me down then I'm going to respect that, that or whatever. Sense. Like it's that kind I'm of thing. I'm very loyal, but because I care about rules, like it's like, mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person who, where I'm not in a relationship. I'll be like, sure we can fuck whatever. But if I'm like, Oh, I, I like if, okay. Like basically I'm like, if I'm in a relationship, I won't cheat. But also I am happy to not be in a relationship and have us like go both do our own things. As long as we know that's the case. So well, it's not the cheating yeah. that bothers me or it's not the sleeping with someone else that bothers me. It's the not respecting yeah. the rules. Which that is me. so sad. <laughs> and also even what you were saying too, about the idea of like pushing the rules just so you know that you can break them is a very sad thing too. I think that's like, you need to Sages thrive in a structure as much as they don't, they don't like structure it <laughs> helps them because if not they're going to be out of fucking control they're going to be too far gone but mm-hmm. so it's like you push it you see how far you can go and then you're like oh, okay like that's the edge all right cool 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 and then it's like <laughs> the next thing but once you know yeah it's just it, it is respect for the rules i think the the right ones or the ones that you've also self-imposed um but i think that another thing maybe that go- i think that goes hand in hand with this is um giving too much of yourself in relationships i was gonna say that when you asked about weaknesses i don't think it necessarily has to be in relationships but i think you might uh take other people's feelings into account too much and you should do that for yourself because (laughs) i mean all women do that to an extent i think but i think you can definitely take more for yourself especially that north node in aquarius Mm -hmm. it's like just you're 
you're whatever you're doing going forward you're always going to be helping other people you don't need to worry about doing it every step of the way after hearing some of these thoughts <laughs> i'm gonna throw another possible suitor co- sign out there with like a fucking earthy capricorn might maybe mm-hmm, i do. mean kind of like the big the big daddy of the zodiac yeah. the, talk about rules Ooh. setting standards like going going to the grind putting themselves they put themselves first often and respect other people that do that too but they also don't they also are martyrs as fuck and they mm-hmm. will like self-sacrifice not necessarily in a healthy way but uh-huh. also will be like i mean it's the si- it's the stoic dad type you know mm-hmm. that thing where it's I like know if i know any capricorns yeah you do you do okay but I, I, I mean, I want someone who's like obsessed with me. That's what well, I want. That, I, <laughs> I think it's funny that I was like, there's no signs you could guarantee. I will say, I think the closest you could get would be a, a Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, okay. Because even if mm. it's in a, in, in the best and worst ways possible, <laughs> that it would be like, even if it was bad, like there's, they're so, uh, the, I think it's funny too. Cause Scorpio is like, so Scorpio can go the distance. Scorpio can hand, like put up with stuff. They're they they will like they're like I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm uh-huh. gonna I will hold my breath longer than you. That kind of thing. Like I dare I dare you to challenge me in that kind of thing. But Capricorn is also like that mm-hmm. too. That's like even if something's not working out, it's like I'm gonna stick it through. I'm gonna make like I'm gonna go. I said I would. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I agreed it. to this. So it's they're com- they commit. And That's it's it. the polarity to your rising. So I think that oh. could be like an interesting balance of that like emotion because Capricorns notoriously are known for repressing their emotions and kind of being like that stone that stone face like yeah maybe they'll come help you and they're not going to kind of like they're not going to like wear their heart on their sleeves which can be a good thing if you're that person that does so I think that can kind of like again with the yin yang like balance that out a touch I really like Capricorn actually now that the more that you're saying this because I also think that Capricorns are not um easily flattered Oh. Or they don't like oh. they, Solomon Giorgio is a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And We're it's like names, if baby. you try, if you're, <laughs> if you're trying hard. The other team, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. no, I know. I, I, I was trying to but use like an example yes. that I know. of someone yeah. that it wouldn't be romantic for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's they're they're not gonna be. Um, they're they're not gonna fall for your like Libra, yeah, your li- your <laughs> yeah. Libra my, like my flattery. You're like wanting to make everybody feel good Games? and that kind of no. stuff. Like now nah, they're gonna be like, okay. I'm also whatever. A, a snake in Chinese zodiac, which is also like very similar to Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah, super similar. I was just picking up the book because um I was looking at your this book is called your Eastern star <laughs> and we have not decided if it's racist, but we think <laughs> it might be. We'll vote uh, on the Instagram poll it's from a different <laughs> time. Uh, it's from the seventies, but um, this snake in October is compatible with uh, sheep, February sheep or another snake year male. Oh really? Cause um, I, I was told to stay away from goat or sheep. This, goat. this one says goat, dog, and dragon this and one says no monkey hmm, so i don't know but i it don't depends know if on the year too because that's from the 70s so he may be looking in his decade yeah because mm-hmm. i have i went to the fortune last year and she was like watch out for goats or goats and sheep are the same okay. but she's like watch out what like they're bad this <laughs> one you. does say um success in business owning your own company also 
uh, good writer and babyface, which I do think you, <laughs> I do think <laughs> you appear face. young. It okay. says you appear young. Well, that's my entire race, but that's okay. No, <laughs> so it is him. <laughs> no. um, they, all these Asian people look so young. But um, I can't tell them apart. I don't know anything about this. Uh, the oh, about the Eastern? The Eastern. Yeah, well, I can tell you a little bit mine, about yeah. it. Yeah, well, yeah, tell yeah. us about One it. One thing that came up in... So, I, like, what they do is they... I mean, I there's so much that I'm sure you guys can do a whole other episode about it. So, I'll do the summary, but... They look in the similar way. They also chart, so there's a lot of math. It's all math. So there's this is ch- this is like Chinese, Chinese astrology. astrology. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of astrology, but they go by. I brought my chart if you guys want to see yes. it. Yeah. It's um, it's you might not be able to read it, but you can look at it. It is on pink it's paper. It's on pink paper, and it. it's written. So Ooh, it's calculated. Oh, we don't have a flame. There's okay, twelve. I um, there's like twelve. Oh my god. You can look at it. There's twelve heavenly stems, which are all the signs of the zodiac, and they're all represented by animals. Oh, cool. And then there's like f- I think five heavenly branches, and then there's the there's. Well, I'm totally butchering it. There's heavenly branches and earthly branches. So they calculate every, like, every year is a certain, like, combination, and then you can chart your whole life and every year of your life, basically. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. It's that's really, really cool. interesting. Which, yeah, I mean, that there's a lot of things that, yeah. without knowing that much of it, that sound like they correlate it's, to, yeah, you know, like you were saying earlier, elements yeah, are the same. And wood, then having fire, water. It's, having a different year is, like, uh, we did an episode on like deacons where oh, it's like okay. the section of if you're born at this part of a sign, you're going to be kind of different than this part yeah. of the sign. So it's, a di- you know, taking into account that not all not all people who are snakes are going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to be this kind of you're this snake and that. And but all they that. get way more into predictive fortune telling, mm-hmm. which is why it's interesting because Chinese people love to make money. So it's a lot of like, how can I be rich? That's why people go to the fortune teller. <laughs> Literally. Like, it's like, I think it's also a little bit pseudo stand in for therapy because it's mental health, not that big of a thing. So there's a lot of like talking about emotions too. But the big thing is like, how can you make the most of your career? And it's interesting you're talking about colors because that's the thing that comes up. They do specifically tell you if you want to have good luck, why this color for business meetings, why this color for this. And like, um, the retrograde thing struck me because she told me I have a karmic lesson I haven't learned and it's related to love. And that's why I'm always in these bad relationships. And she says you over and over make the same mistake and you're in these relationships that are bad. There's these men that will hurt you. And she can see like the, they can see the Yuan Fen, which is like your fate with people. And she's like, I keep seeing a lot of Yuan Fen with bad men and you need to learn your lesson. They keep coming into your life. So it's like the fates testing you and you keep failing. So they send you another one and you keep failing. So she's like, you got to get over it. Her whole advice to me was like, literally just stop trying for love. Like that's not your focus. You're not going to have good luck in it. Focus on your career. Eventually you'll find love, but you have, it's like totally out of your control. And every time you think you can control it, you can't. So that was like a big bummer, obviously, because it's like the one thing you think oh, about yeah, the most. Of and course. I'm like, I want to fall in love and I like this guy or whatever. And she's like, yeah, no, they're going to hurt you. They're bad. They're bad for you. Um, so that that was like, but sh- they get really specific into like what you should and shouldn't do. Like I had a friend change her name because they told her to and then she became famous. So. Share? She's like a f- news reporter in Taiwan, but now she's like a personality. But she went to the fortune teller to ask if she should be a singer because she wanted to pursue a career in singing. And the fortune teller said, I don't see this. You have bad Renfen with this. And she said, you should go into journalism and you should change your name. And she did. And now she's doing oh very well. Oh, my fucking God. That's awesome. Yeah. When you <laughs> go, what is it like? Is it the same as here where it's like a... Si- neon sign and a big mm. 
silver couch. They yeah. probably have window. those versions. The one I went to was through a recommendation, actually through this girl. So she was more legit. I had to travel like a little out of the city to go, and she had her own little like place and it felt very much it was like our home but um they do have like touristy ones which honestly if you guys hear this and you're interested and you go i would probably avoid the touristy ones they probably are bullshit and just take money from tourists but a lot of them don't speak english so i think the tourist ones do and that's why people go to those but if you do like a session like this it's about an hour and a half to two hours and you sit down and they take you through like this year the next coming year uh what you should look forward to what you like can't what you're not gonna get like i was told this is a bad year for me um it kind of was bad financially she said i was gonna get close to a lot of things but i wouldn't get them but then the following year the things that i had set up would come through which that sounds very saturn return yeah 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 and honestly it's like a lot of i did get close to a lot of big things that i was like oh this is amazing i didn't get it not to be like i didn't like who knows that could happen next year too but a lot of the stuff she was saying came true which I found very interesting. Um, Did she draw this yeah, in front of you, like wa- and like went through mm-hmm. it? And we'll, if you'll allow, we'll take a picture and upload um, it and be like, whoa. I don't. Well, the only reason I wouldn't want to take a picture of it is because I actually don't, I can't read all of it. I don't know how much personal stuff is on here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like a. She may have written names too. Yeah, that's. But it's in Chinese. Um, it's mostly math. It's like a big. Yeah, it almost looks like a blueprint in some ways, where it's like. This is the chart. Yeah, there's. You, I could send you the templates of this, but they yeah. basically. So this is like they map out the years. I think this is this year. Uh, and then they map out where things fall for you. So like, and then she also can see your Yuanfen, which is like your fate with people and things. Mm-hmm. So she said, I have good fate with pets and children. So she was like, you might want to pursue, um, like if you're writing a script or you have an opportunity to go in children's TV, you might want to oh, do that. Uh-huh. So there is not to tell you what to do. Like, I don't need to drop everything and write a children's show. But like, if I was choosing between two jobs and one happened to be in children's, be like, oh, I it remember would be that. a moment to be like, that's probably going to have more luck. That's than so this interesting. One. It's, that's so, that makes sense because of all this cancer stuff that we've been talking about, which is the, the mother sign uh-huh. too. So it's like, you know, that's all about nurture, t- caring for, for kids, all of that. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting too, of her saying to kind of uh, like not, not think about it because I think, again, going back to that <laughs> Jupiter and Chiron in cancer, that it's like, you got to, this is going to sound so cliche, but it's like you need to learn to like care for yourself before you can yeah. care for someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's how like th- those are your that's your lesson, I think. Well, they also have like destiny paths. This like feels very Indiana Jones to me. But like there's um there's certain life paths you can have like mine the is destiny cards. They yeah. use the card deck or do they um, just I, she didn't use a deck, but she was telling me. So like depending on when you're born, you have certain types of paths. So mine is. Uh, benefactor luck which means no matter how hard I try I'm not gonna get stuff based on merit like obviously still do well but mm. the thing that's gonna eventually like give me success is a benefactor which mm-hmm. is out of my control so but Scorpio. obviously mm-hmm. well, yeah but the benefactor yeah, sees you so it's obviously you got to do your best yeah but it's always gonna feel like nothing I do goes anywhere because ultimately the thing that gets me somewhere is gonna be through luck some people don't have that some people have only merit which the flip side of that is like you're never going to get a break. So you got to just work hard for your own break. So there's like good and bad of both. Um, so that's mine. I don't know, which Damn. means like I got to just work hard, but also like I have to know that nothing I do is that we're going to feel like <laughs> it's going anywhere until somebody says, Hey, I like your stuff. And then that will be the thing. Mm-hmm. Do you, what are the elements 
uh, wood, fire, what yeah, were they? Yeah, so I think it's uh, earth and metal are the same, so that represents money. And then I think there's, um, let's see, the three combinations. So it's earth, uh, wait, there's metal, water, fire, wood, and earth. Oh, cool. Oh, earth and metal are the same, but like. I think they sometimes differ. Okay. And they go by, it's a lot of like yin and yang. So there's a balance to everything. So there's like one half of a sign and then the other half. We have a similar thing, but it's, they divide the signs. Um, Do you, were you dominant in any specific element or did you, is it just, is that not part of it? Yeah. She didn't go through all that so much. I think she was trying to do stuff in, terms that i couldn't understand yeah but she definitely did do a lot of predictive stuff like she told me i was gonna be really rich from like age 35 to 55 so that's good we'll remember us then yeah right <laughs> that's and then not long, you know it's i'm like weird. if i put it out there now is it gonna uh backfire no <laughs> but she also said like she said like she told me what colors to wear i'm supposed to wear black white and green and not to wear brown so there's things like that. That's, I'm good, like, that's I good advice know. in general. Right, and I was like, <laughs> I, I, well, I told that to her. I was like, yeah, brown looks bad on everyone. And she kind of like just stone-faced <laughs> me and was like, no. I was like, okay, whatever. Brown's probably her lucky color. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like, true. But she said my love is tied to luck. So that's why. She, so my love is a big thing that she was like, you really got to like get over this thing because well, it's going to continue to like hurt you in your career and things because. Well, that, so I, mean, like, great I, ad- I mean, great yeah. advice. Also for the ca- all those, ca- uh, like you were saying, all those cancer and the cancer rising, like. Cancers want fucking love and they want to like literally throw their life away and mm-hmm. like oh, fuck yeah. up all their 100%. shit and like skip a thing because they want to go to their booze house. And it's like it is good advice. And I think cancers in general being that that mom do benefit from like it's interesting. She didn't even just say like give up on love, but like avoid men because like you're going <laughs> to get a lot of luck from other women probably too. Yeah. like oh, you'll yeah. probably get a lot of legs up and like recognition and chances from other women in your well, life well i asked her too because i'm all i'm queer and i like date women but i was like what about girls and she's like you're yuan fun with the fate thing she's like with men is so strong she's like you might date girls but honestly like men keep seeking you out mm-hmm. and it's these types of men she said it's types of men who a lot of women like so it's like and they like attention so like leo's but she's like they'll keep uh, they'll and they'll keep uh, going after these girls too, so they're not going to be faithful and they're going to lie. But also, you're going to be like kind of a top priority for like you're like they're going to put you in a spot where you're going to feel special. So you're not like the other girls, but also you're never going to like feel like you have them. Ugh. Well, that's uh, that to me <laughs> is like total Scorpio and Sag Venus, where it's <laughs> like Sag Venus likes to fuck for sport. Like it's fun to like go out and like whatever but also there's something in the like uh i think like the capturing of a of a uh like a prize worthy (laughs) person or whatever it's that kind of thing too of like wanting wanting that to be a special thing and then scorpio is all about like keeping it keeping it cool but like yeah you want you want them to like boo you up you know Mm -hmm. well also your lilith is in libra which also is all about like wanting just wanting attention for attention's sake. <laughs> so did you know? Yeah. So it's you know be careful. That's the thing where it's like you you can charm you can you can get them, but be careful what you wish for because you're gonna get it. Yeah, and then it's gonna be painful watching other people like try to yeah, take them away or something. Exactly, yeah. and it's that you know, I feel like that comes up in relationship advice a lot of the time that it's like and you know a lot of the time the things the initial thing that attracts you to a person will be ultimately the thing that you end up resenting them for sure, because that makes sense. you're like 
oh this this fucking you know but it was at the at the beginning it was so cool because they were such a, a catch because everybody everybody wants to be with yeah. this person but i've often the thing about sacrifice makes sense too because i've like recommended guys that i've been in love with for jobs that i wanted but to, to just in my mind being like well they'll like love me for getting them this job I'm like i should just take the job like, yes yes, yes. Yeah. that's your absolutely that i think that's the <laughs> Your your lady was right. Uh, full, <laughs> full blown. Now this, uh, any guy that's listening that you got uh, a job is like, yeah, she wants to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this chart checks out. So, what kind of snake are you? I don't. Uh, God, I wish I. Because I'm a snake forget. too. Yeah. Um, well, we're probably the same year. Yeah, eighty. We're not 89. off by twelve years. Yeah. And feeling um, so fine. We're in. I think we're in an Earth dog this year, right? Yes. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, it's a, oh, it is the dog. Yeah, there was cute dogs around China. I can't remember. Oh, end of woods, uh, 89, Earth Snake. Earth Snake. Yeah, oh. so I think Earth is related to, I want to say money. I don't know. I'll take it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Something it like is. that. It's yeah. Because this year's supposed to be good for money. Yeah, so that's a good business. So, good business sense. Saturn. Yeah, tell me more. So when am I gonna be famous? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> your chart says thir- thirty-five, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just so. Are you're you're feeling these waves of like a Saturn return? The is last happening. few weeks have been like really crazy. Like things have accelerated to a point where I'm like, whoa, so what's going on? Like well, it's been weird. Like 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 I got three job offers in a week. Not, that's not bragging. They're not all. None of them are like the job I want. But like. Like the job I want, I like the job. Well, let me backtrack. I like the <laughs> I like the jobs I have, but I mean, um, you know, ultimately I want to be a whatever staff writer, stand-up comedian, famous person. So mm-hmm. none of them are that, but uh, but there's a lot of exciting things that all happen at once. And I had a really slow summer, and like the last two years, I was sort of like in love with this person who like just took me for a loop, and then I finally got out of it. So there's like things like that. I'm like, it's all just kind of happening really fast. Well, mm-hmm. well, slow summer. Yeah, everybody's we, had we a slow all had. Summer. It was a retrograde. Yeah. Every, almost every planet was retrograding this summer. Uh-huh. So you were basically it was like the the world was saying just don't try because <laughs> everything's gonna suck. It yeah. was kind of it was maddening like in a lot of ways. The world was kind of on vacation. It was so yeah, it was like we were all on vacation. Mm-hmm. But that that sounds like a perfect Saturn return setup because it's like your that relationship is the is the final kind of like loop of this cycle that you're in and now Saturn return is about like actually fixing the problem and mm-hmm. if you don't address it it will continue to like it's going to keep coming up but you're going to keep getting presented with opportunities to actually fix the problem so it's like you're out of that thing so now you're you're getting job offers you are for there's not anything happening so you're maybe forced to focus on yourself a little bit more like to mm-hmm. create your own uh, opportunities or to push yourself in different ways, you know, to get out, get out there or whatever that is. But I think it's like this now that you, I mean, yes, you got to focus on you. I, well, um, I will ask this, uh, does any of the jobs involve children or animals? (laughs) (laughs) Um, maybe not really. Like one of the jobs is like a lot of the audience is younger. So kind of, um, but not specific, not so yeah. much where it feels like, Oh, wow. Like, oh, yeah. That, that's I, right. I'm not at that point. Yeah. As far as the last two weeks, I think also this like Venus retrograde shadow period thing that's happening, um, could be, I, I know I'm feeling a lot more than I normally do, which I'm a feeler. So just like everything where I'm, I, I see, I've been seeing things happen to my friends. 
really tough things happening to my friends and having to be like, how do I make it okay? And uh, so maybe there's something to that being in the air. Yeah, and for the Virgo, we had that Virgo new moon and a huge eclipse season at the end of the summer too. So I think yeah. a lot, everything is still kind of yeah. The like, eclipse, I feel like I really felt. It, what's it like a setting? It was like a setting new boundaries kind of time and all the like what we've learned from our eclipse episode was that they're basically in sequence from like last year's eclipses too so it's like the things that you were thinking about last summer come now this summer when they're these eclipse doors are closing you're like okay fuck it i said by last year that i was gonna do this now it's today so what the fuck am i doing here and i think it kind of like propelled people after a lot of the retrograde times to like do the damn thing and like not just like settle and rest because we rested truly all yeah. fucking summer mm-hmm. yeah. um did did anything like pre because uh saturn went back into capricorn december 2017 so was that like i don't know if like i had a lot of shit happen right around oh. that time so i don't know if anything stands out sometimes like a few months before too it's kind of like setting up for yeah. your return to start but does that pop out to I you? mean yeah definitely the year well that's when I went to get my fortune told actually and there and I got a promotion right when I got back in January uh, at my old job mm-hmm. um, so there were definitely things that happened yeah December was a very I, you know what it is is I feel more like I know who I am like I've been able to fight for myself more where I used to not be able to I used to just kind of be like upset and then be like well this is how things are Mm-hmm. And uh, and I guess I just have to like deal with the aftermath. But now I've been more like, no, I don't like the way that you talk to me. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to tell you, like, I don't like that. Why did you talk to me like that? That hurt me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to walk away from it. Yes, Libra, yes, Mercury. Exactly. Get your, get it's like you're on that path, bitch. Also, yeah. like your voice is so soothing. It is like <laughs> such like a Libra, Mercury voice. Like if I ever heard one. So like when I saw that in your chart, I was like, Aww, cause I've like, I've listened to your podcast and I'm like, Oh, she does oh, have this like <laughs> ASMR like voice. That's like very, very, really, Libra I always tone. thought my voice was annoying, but that's, Nice to hear. Oh, no, girl. <laughs> no, you, we, we, you have a great voice. We know annoying voices here. <laughs> Speaking from self-experience. <laughs> uh, I like no, you guys too. have great voices. Well, I think also you could be feeling that Saturn because you're getting close to your, like, literal Saturn return because your birthday's coming up. That's true. So, so that's the day that something happens? Or? I don't know. It's not going <laughs> to be the day that something happens. But um, I, I have read that you kind of will feel like there's like three sections of Saturn return that it's like the one that's most close to your natal Saturn is going to be the hardest one, the hardest part of the three, Uh, three ish year return after that. It's still going to be, you're still going to be kind of in, in Saturn return territory, but like the big things usually happen closer to like in your section. And then after that you kind of have maybe a little like follow up things, but Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that that makes sense to me. Um, this is like a very backtracky question, but it's just what going to like the Scorpioness as like a growing up or maybe like in high school or like even like younger twenties. Do you feel like a Scorpio or like does do you relate to your Scorpioness? Because I feel like we talked a lot about like a, a lot Everything of like your else. huge yeah. chart. 
Um, so I just didn't know yeah. if like, are do you feel like a, the Scorpion you are? I used to only read Scorpio, and I um, I really did feel like I was, but I I kind of like thought it was funny because it was seemed like such a bad sign because all the stuff would be like you're gonna be manipulative and you're jealous and mm-hmm. you're deceitful, and I was like, that's not me. But it was like kind of funny to read to me because I'm like, well, I'm not manipulative, but I can be if I want to be. Um, <laughs> but I always yeah, I so I like I related in this, and I, I related to the good stuff which everybody does. Obviously, it's like you're passionate i'm like i am passionate mm-hmm. um but i didn't know about all my other signs so that's the only one i read the only other one i used to think maybe i was was pisces because i always wanted to be psychic and i was like pisces is psychic and em- emotional and intuitive well scorpios are too I, yeah. the water yeah. signs are yeah. generally oh, yeah water. and the can and then you have the cancer, cancer. too yeah. so i think you're you're a water baby uh-huh Hard. i mean i definitely feel more intuitive uh like n- like now i feel very like I don't know if it has to do with the Saturn thing, but like for sure the last couple of weeks I've been like way more intuitive and just like every decision I've made, I've like seen immediate results where it used to be like, maybe this will change something. But now I'll be like, I made a decision and then immediate change. Well, that's to me sounds like it's where you're saying about just being more yourself, knowing yourself more that you're, you're able to trust in that and just see that that pays off. So if you want to know something cool about Saturn returns, what's like the cycle, like 27, 28, years yeah. right or around that or 29 mm-hmm. so the next time saturn comes back to capricorn you'll be in your 50s or whatever so like also going with your chinese chart like you should be rich by then <laughs> so that is the time period that is thought to be in your second saturn return is when you should have like the role of a mentor where your first saturn yeah. return is where you're setting the life paths of how you want your life to look if it hasn't looked like what you want it to so like this one is and it makes sense with aging and growing up is like, oh, your air quotes quarter life crisis is when you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like right before 30 and then come your midlife crisis. It shouldn't hopefully is not a crisis. Hopefully it's a time <laughs> where in your first Saturn return, you're you've like shaken all like the shitty people out of your life or like the things that aren't self-serving for who you are as like an artist or a person or a uh, person in a relationship or a friend or a family member and hopefully then by that second return you're maybe helping someone maybe a child or a, hmm. a bunny rabbit or a pet or something <laughs> or and then if you're lucky to have a third one that's when you should be like guru like all-knowing kind of like i mean yeah you if status. you want to do comedy take someone on the road hire young right yeah. young female writers mm-hmm. for your show do your passing it on stuff get you know get personal with an intern and figure out well, like not, well, too, not, too not, personal. not sexual <laughs> personal figure out if you can mentor them in some way i have yeah. to clarify for a scorpio yeah i also will say i identify with that part of scorpio the too. horny like, yeah, the horny sure, nematodes yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're horny is there anything else you have a question questions about no, I feel like we cover a lot of stuff. That's really interesting to think about. I don't know. I always like to go predictive, but I know astrology is not predictive because I always want to be like, what's going to happen? It can be. It can be. I do, do you read Susan Miller? I used to, but I, actually I got into it because my ex, the Leo, was really into it and read it a lot. So that's why I started reading it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but now I feel like I don't really, and then I would just skip to the love stuff. This is why I'm like I got to stop. This is my brain's always there. See, I think like, you'll like the other stuff, especially <laughs> related to Chinese astrology because why I like – Big Sue's is because she's like very straightforward and is like, look, 
you know, this planet's in the sixth house, which is about bones. And this <laughs> thing's in, in the thing about eyesight. So don't leave. If you're moving this week, don't leave boxes in a dark hallway. Uh, and it's like, oh, that's smart, Susan. Like, you're mm-hmm. right. Like, I should, like, turn nightlights on because you might you might be more successful. a bone. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, I didn't even think, like, even before I went on my vacation to Spain, it was like, oh, girl, this, like, house of feet is like don't wear uh-huh. don't bring uncomfortable shoes to cobblestone places i'm like fuck i'm going to spain in two weeks i will only wear nikes you're right susan it's like susan is like straight up like the old-timey like mom just being like here's some practical shit she's like i don't want to tell you what to do but if this happens this can be more right. susceptible yeah maybe i'll give her another shot i guess i'd want to know well my hardest thing is letting go of things i don't and well, i want to yeah, know that's like so oh, scorpio. this last thing i let go like is it is it going to hold? Like, that's what I want to know. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's up come to back you. Around? Yeah. That's up to you. Yep. Yeah. You cut that tie. You need like a break and cut uh, <laughs> well, that, ceremony. Yeah. And that, that also Scorpio like doesn't know when to let go, but also Scorpio is the sign of, of transformation of like burning it to the ground to start over again. Yeah. So it's also like as much as, as much as the holding on is part of you, the, the starting over is equally part of you. That goes with snakes too. I feel like cause you shed your skin. Exactly. Ooh, and there's, literally. yeah, it's like the, the snake isn't like, Oh, I don't want to get, I love this skin too much. It like, doesn't <laughs> have, I mean, at a, at a certain point you won't have a choice. I think that's also kind of a Scorpio thing that's where true. it's like, whether you want to or not, like you're going to have that's to transform. It, yeah. So you can either like not or do, but, uh, and we're all that way with the yeah. love stuff, or at least oh, I yeah. am. I mean, yeah. you know, fully, it doesn't matter. Even if I, I have a boyfriend and I still like Google people's charts, uh, it's fine. He's, <laughs> he doesn't listen, it's fine. He doesn't listen, it's fine. No, well, I think, um, well, now you know, too, your rising sign, whenever you're reading horoscopes, you oh, need to yeah. read that one, too, because that will be the accurate judge of, like, what is going to be in what house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So might that might also kind of uh, help... I, you, you, I usually recommend reading a combination of all of them. So, like, read your rising, your sun, and your moon and to kind of like see. Ten of your exes. Yeah. yeah. And then oh, every yeah. time. I mean, obviously, obviously, those are already pulled up. <laughs> I read like bitches. I'm like, like, oh, that girl I hated from college. What is she? Oh. What's her bitch? <laughs> what's her dumbass up to? Like, I just always, whenever someone irritates me over text and they're complaining, I'm like, let's check out what but, this bitch has uh, going on today. Uh, uh, uh. But I'm loving your Virgo moon and your. Sm- like wedged in between your your watery like deep waters because i think that's like will keep you that virgoness which we're you know we're in virgo season it's keeping it keeps it all together it's interesting that you talk about water because someone recently told me like they're talking about how people put up walls in relationships and they're like you need to put more because i i feel like i am guarded but i don't feel like i have walls like i've really like let someone in right away mm-hmm. so i'm like i was th- like the way i describe myself i'm like i'm like a lake i'm like huh? everyone can come swim but the waters are really deep so i'm like that's how i feel i'm like so you using water to describe me i was like oh that's interesting because that's how i feel i'm like there's no walls everyone's invited but that's a no one <laughs> no one's invited you're just like hey actually you didn't know that the lake was open this whole time but can uh, you can yeah, you hold like, your breath long enough just to try see all the treasure on the bottom I don't yeah know. no people can't <laughs> people can't read your mind and you're gonna be kind of uh unknowable which is also a, a Scorpio thing. Where it's, it's annoying like, because you can see what they th- what they mean, but yeah. they can't see what you yes. mean. So I also thought you were going to say when you're like, I'm a lake. And what people don't know is there's a huge bacteria warning <laughs> for today. <laughs> and like, it's also what? not really recommended to swim. No, 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 so. The water's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. Um, I yes. do have a very important closing mm-hmm. statement is, well, it's not a statement. It's a game. Mary fuck kill. 
We do it. We love it. Do you know? You know it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just have to. So we have some celebs who have your sun and moon sign. <sighs> okay. So these should be ideal <laughs> matches like- for you. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Are you yes, ready for I'm it? I'm ready. Can't wait. Okay. There's two rounds. First round is Henry Winkler. <laughs> okay. Tony Collette. And oh wait, I think I wanted to change this. Tony oh, Ma- plays mo- the mom. Mom and Hereditary, okay, yeah. Uh, and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, man. I don't think I'm attracted to any of these people. Uh, it's the game. You have to. Uh, you gotta fuck. You gotta <laughs> okay. fuck. Uh, I guess I'll fuck Henry Winkler. Oh. Um, I don't know. Like, old man. Yeah. Could, I mean, he defawns, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess I'll, I know nothing about um, Tony Collette's personality in real life. Who is the third one again? Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. He annoys me, so I'd kill him. And then I guess I'd marry Tony. I think wow. He, he bothers me too. <laughs> well, no one's fucking McConaughey. <laughs> I, 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 would, I am going I to would, fuck. I'm going to fuck McConaughey. I would, but I you know also. He'd, I feel like he'd make too many loud noises during sex. Like you might like, be oh, right. I, yeah, I feel oh, too oh, basic killing Tony Collette. <laughs> But I'm not gonna. Mar- I do- I'm not gonna marry her. I know nothing is about her. Is she a Scorps? So she, I yeah, would she's Scorpio. the Scorpio you, Virgo. I would Henry Winkler and and fuck um, McConaughey and kill. Tony. I'm Sorry. fucking McConaughey. I'm marrying <laughs> Tony Collette and I'm killing Henry Winkler. Baby girl, we have the same answers. Sorry. What? Also, no one United States of Terra fans. No one here. No. She's a great. She's a she's a her. brilliant oh, actress. I, she's super cool. Before. She's got a great. She's been she, on podcast. She might she's, be a good fuck. I'm. A, I bet she'd be. I a could see fun. that. I don't yeah. know. I don't have feelings for Winkler, so yeah. he, he gotta <laughs> go. I mean, I loved the Fonz, but I also I'm like, hey, yeah, hey. But I don't want to marry like I don't want to marry a straight white guy. I do. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Scott, are you listening <laughs> now? <laughs> All right. All right. Next La- I'm like, I want to see. I wrote some down too. That oh, like, you did? Oh, yeah, yeah. This this round is Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> oh, okay. Jack Osborne <laughs> and Jodie Foster. <gasps> Ooh. I like Jodie Foster. I'd fuck Jodie Foster. Hell yeah. I guess I'd marry Gordon because he'd cook for me. And then I'd kill Jack Osborne. You have to kill yeah, Jack. Yeah, kill I Jack. mean, he is the Then you he just have to link. choose if you think uh, Gordon Ramsay would yell at you like he does in the kitchen or not. Apparently he's a sweetheart. Okay, then I'm marrying him. I don't know. I'm fucking Gordon Ramsay and I'm marrying <laughs> Jodie Foster. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm also gonna put poor Jack. I didn't. Some people have weird <laughs> like crushes on Jack Osborne, present and past. But See, no, no, good no, for no Beetlejuice juice look. N- no, okay. <laughs> no fans, no fans. Did you have any different I had, ones? I had. Uh, I do have a couple bonus just for. Yeah, I have a bonus that's uh, just in case. Tequila, tequila. Oh. I saw oh, that, but God. I was like, do Jenny sh- McCarthy. Uh huh. <laughs> I worked with her before. And uh, Lord. Oh. Oh. oh wait, no. That's a good one. P Diddy. Okay. That's the one I, right. I I had done Puff Daddy, but I think it, it works across the aisle. Uh, I would kill Tila Tequila. <laughs> you have to you kill have her. Amazing answer. You have to kill her. Um, I guess I would. I don't want to marry Jenny McCarthy. She wouldn't vaccinate our kids. Um, no, so she wouldn't. <laughs> so I guess I still on her that train. Then I'd, Is she not vaccinated though? Because I don't know. I'm sure she's. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think she. I don't want to yeah. catch the cold right, right, from right. fucking her. <laughs> I think she got measles proofed back in the day. <laughs> I no, I think I think I have the same. Where yeah. you're marrying you're marrying Puff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jenny. I loved singled out, so Oh. <laughs> I wanna I mean, fuck singled out Jenny. Yeah. Specifically. Love that. And like Jenny McCarthy show Jenny, loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I worked on um the reboot of it and she like when she was in the office, she just like th- 
uh, like showed us all her tits, and I was like, "That's oh. cool. All right, that's, that's the Jenny McCarthy yeah. I know and love." It. You know what? Fuck uh. it. I'm married. Don't 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 back those kids. What do I give a shit? Whip them out, baby. Did you know that you also have the same birthday as Katy Perry? Do I? Oh, I think I did know that. Who is a five-time Scorpio? Oh. All big three Scorpio plus. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that. Interesting. I can see that. Okay. All right. Well, fuck her. Is there anything you want to plug? Sure, I got a podcast. We kind of talked about it, but Lisa's been on it. It's called You Can Tell Me Anything. People uh, confess secrets they've never told anyone. Got a lot of comedians. Very fun. So... Are there any more dance videos the coming The dance up? videos. I'm a big fan. We've had Eli oh. on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Oh, if yeah. If you guys don't know, Eli and Teresa make very great dance <laughs> videos. We are. I think we're going to record a Bye 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 one this weekend. So nice. So stay like tuned for that. Throwbacks. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Larissa T and Instagram at Lee Iced T. Awesome. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. See you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?